welcome everyone to Worlds of Books. Today is February 15th, 2015. The book that we're discussing is um, Tell No Lies by Greg Hurwitz. Uh, I'm Mickey Prayan, joined by uh, Alan Lemley, our co-host. And um, Alan, do you have anything for us? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give a little uh, Wikipedia background on Greg Hurwitz. Uh, he's he's kind of an interesting fellow, it seems like. Uh, he, he he keeps his age close to his vest, I guess. You know, it seems like most most famous people nowadays, their age is all over the place. But it never once gave how old he was in the Wikipedia thing. So I figure he must be protecting that. He was gr he he grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, he got his he got some kind of undergraduate, he took some undergraduate classes at some San, San Jose College, but ended up getting a undergraduate degree from Harvard University, and he got a master's degree from Trinity College uh, in, in uh, Cambridge, England. And uh, he writes, he's written 14 novels. He uh, also writes screenplay. He lives in L.A. now. He, he uh, also writes screenplays and comic books. So he, he's he's got his uh, his fingers in the. Uh, 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 I guess that's why he lives in Los Angeles, as the, the the capital of the in the entertainment uh, segment of of, of of things. And uh, an, another thing I, I found kind of interesting. Apparently, while he was undergrad at Harvard. He was undergraduate athlete of the year for pole vaulting, and then he also played soccer uh, at Trinity over in England. And he still plays soccer uh, in L.A. Now it says, and he gets frequently injured, is what it said in the Wikipedia article. So, I, I think that kind of gives us maybe a little insight into to the character Daniel Brasher, because you know Daniel Brasher was a, a <laughs> well. He was a little over the top, I'd have to say. He seemed more like Batman than a regular kind of guy. But uh, I guess he he used his uh, his wrestling from his from his high school and and whenever his younger life to do all kind of uh, physical feats throughout the book. But uh, I, I I expect maybe some of that came from from Greg Hurwitz's own background. Uh, I'm, I'm not gonna. I mean, like I said, he's written like 14 novels. I think the one we that we just read, Telling No Lies. It's probably his second to the latest one. I don't remember what the, what his most current one's called, and they're all listed in Wikipedia, and it's they're easily enough ran, run down if, if if you're interested. But uh, that's that's pretty much the 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 background stuff I have on him, and uh, uh, so I guess we're ready to to get people's comments on the book. Well, I would also say, uh, as far as his age is concerned, he got his his. Uh, I I, w I went to. Um, GregHerwitz.net, and he got his BA in 1995 and his MA in 1996. So he's got to be, you know, that's what, 20 years ago? So I'd put him around 41, 40, 41, somewhere in there. Oh, yeah, thanks. And, and also, his he published his first book of the 14, I guess, in 1999. So he uh he started writing pretty soon if that if that's when he got his uh got his degrees he didn't waste much time so okay well that's that's the background on Mr. Hurwitz okay guys how did you like the book 
Yeah, well, I have to agree with uh, Alan. I, I, <laughs> one thing I, I kept noticing was uh, Daniel was uh, a little, little bit over the top. He certainly had the uh, wrestling thing and boxing and that whole the the good old street fighting down pat <laughs> and uh i did like uh, the curious variety in uh, his uh, his group that uh uh his uh, group that he uh had and uh they were quite a quite an interesting mix uh, two women and three men uh, I thought was fascinating probably say more about them later but uh, I, I will say there certainly was a lot of action going on and I really enjoyed it I really enjoyed it too there was so much brutality and and violence and oh my gosh uh, and and Evelyn was really, she was really something. Okay, since people aren't saying much, um, let's go into characterization. I, uh, I, I, I read it a whole week ago, and I think that Evelyn was one of the people I didn't like, but um, I could be wrong. And someone just joined us. Hello, this is Ladon. Hello, Ladon. Welcome. Hi, Ladon. Well, I'll go ahead and give my comments about the books. Uh, I was hoping maybe somebody else would would jump in. Uh, I I enjoyed it. I, I mean, it was a good read, and uh, 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 you had to not let the over the top stuff uh, get away with you. I guess. I mean, because I mean, Brasher, he was like a one man. Uh, I mean, he was doing all the stuff that the cops weren't doing, and uh, both both mentally in solving the case and, and physically, I think. And uh, uh, that that was a little much. But uh, I, I particularly enjoyed the parts w when he was counseling the group. I thought I thought those were really good. The uh, uh, the interactions amongst the characters was was very very well done. I thought, and uh, Evelyn was very easy to to, to dislike. But I have to admit, she really entertained me. I have never heard of one person come up with more alternate names for the name Christina uh, uh, that, I, that I could come up with. That was, uh, I got to where I just started chuckling at that whenever she called her. And then uh, she, I don't think, she, I think she said her name right one time at the end when, when Christina got a cab for her. But uh, uh, I, I thought that was, uh, I thought the interplay between uh, that was good with Evelyn and, and I also liked the the uh, the fact that he was he was married to somebody that that, that was that had a real social conscience and uh, cared about the uh, 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 those that didn't have much and uh, that was a good I, I, I enjoyed the contrast between Daniel coming from money and the, and the way they tied all that together. I liked the book um, for the most part, <laughs> and like the rest of you, you know, when it was a little over much, um, you knew that was to hold your attention, and it certainly did. And I'm like Alan, I really liked the the group chapters. Um, I, I thought the author had a, 
a wonderful imagination and I wondered you know how much training he'd had in dealing with that kind of a group because he certainly seemed to know what he was doing I mean <laughs> he got the results that he wanted to get um, I only have one thought really and I wonder how the rest of you felt I would have been perfectly happy if that book had ended um, when the villain had been exposed and I'm talking about the the main man I'm not talking about the janitor uh, I didn't think we needed the janitor part at all I just kind of thought that was you know that he should have quit when he was ahead uh, I thought that was kind of too much I guess the only idea was that we were supposed to see him with his with his uh, wrestling or his boxing or whatever and that was to bring us back to the fact that that's the kind of training he had and so that's why he was able to kill the the uh, custodian down in the thing but I didn't think we needed that I didn't think we needed the kidnapping of Christina on top of everything else I really thought they had an excellent place to quit and I wish he had yeah I, well I had the impression that surely this is going to be near the end but I also knew there was a lot more to go in the book and I uh, I kept thinking well what else could be going on I mean we've got uh, Martin and he's in jail and all of that and uh, so I think it was uh, I I think he intended that as a as a kind of surprise a last ditch a surprise you think this is it well it's not <laughs> it's pretty clever I, I thought yeah I, I I'd agree with Jill and, and, and with Bob I, uh, I I found all that kind of confusing because you know you, you thought you had it all laid out as to who who had done the uh, the killing and, I, and I'm still a little confused uh, because the way it presented it was like Martin and his wife had lost the child, and and I suppose that other guy was, I mean, uh, the janitor, uh, um, Alberto, or whatever his name was, uh, was doing the, the killing because they were paying him? It, it, it just, I don't know. It, it, it just didn't really work for me. I, I didn't like the way. I mean, it was definitely a surprise to them, but I, I had a hard time. Either I missed something or I had a hard time following why he was doing it, and uh, it, it, uh, it it didn't seem to work for me. The other thing to look at is that a publisher will say to an author, give me 150,000 words. Oh, okay, um, my story's worth 100,000, what can I do? You know, that, that, that could have been in there too. Um, I liked Angelberto. I kind of uh, knew he had to be there for some reason. Um, and I think that he was uh, paid and he wanted to bring his family over, if I remember correctly. Um, they, they were still in wherever. And uh, so he did it to do that. And yeah, he was the killer. He was, he was, uh, Martin did the planning and did the hate and all that stuff. And, and Angelberto picked up the money. You know, I kind of agree with everyone. That last part with the kidnapping of Christine just was extra. And I think that they had to fill in that because all these suspense stories seem to do that. They, they carry it too far. 
and uh, uh, that's the only part of the book I didn't like. The the uh, I've only been to a couple of group sessions myself, but the, his characterization of the people was just excellent and uh, interchange and uh, uh, I, I I did enjoy the book. Yes, if I was uh, voting thumbs up or thumbs down on this book, I'd have to vote it thumbs sideways because I thought it was an easily easily forgettable book. It's not something that you're going to remember next month that you read it this month, I don't think. Except for the, like the other people here have said, it, it's the group sessions. That was the best thing of the book. It seemed so real-like, and I was wondering how in the world does an author, it is mine, create so many different people and have them so different. If I was writing a book, all the people would have to be me. I can't understand how they do that. But that was the highlight of the book. And the rest of it was very forgettable and and pretty much predictable, except to the end, like, like they said. They just added that on so they'd have a twist on the end and you wouldn't be able to figure it out. Well, in the, uh, uh, in the mail that he got, and, and Martin did tell him, uh, did tell Daniel that, uh, uh, you know, the last, or, or there was going to be uh, something happening on the, uh, on Thanksgiving. And um, so there was the clue there that even though uh, Martin was in jail, we still had Thanksgiving the next day. And so we were... We were appropriately warned, but uh, it didn't seem like anything could happen since uh, Martin was in jail, but uh, of course it did. Well, I think I disagree with you all. Um, yes, I was, um, I was thinking that it should end with Martin being the killer, and that was it. Um, but then... I did like that twisty thing with the janitor at the end because, well, I mean, during the book, of course, I thought Leo was too, um, he was too perfect. And I thought maybe Leo, who was such a, I mean, he was always there for them. He knew everything that went on in their life, lives. Um, the janitor was always very friendly to, um, what's his name? Or, uh, Hero? Oh, uh, can't think of his name now. Um, Brasher. Anyway, um, he was always very pleasant to him. He was kind of helpful to him. And although I was ready for the book to end about an hour and a half or two before it did, I kind of liked that. I liked that little twisty ending. And I guess I'm in the minority, but that's my story, folks. And I'm sticking to it. Well, I, I was kind of surprised that uh, when I read the background on, on her, that he didn't have any counseling background at all. Because, I mean, I thought the... I thought the group session scene seemed very, very believable, and and 
how I, you know I, I've never I don't have any counseling background either, but how I would expect some of that stuff to go if it, if it's done right because it just it just seemed uh, uh, true to life to me uh, and uh, I thought very well done. Uh, what did uh, other oh and I also thought Scott Brick's narration was excellent. I, I I've always been a big fan of his. Uh, he narrated the very first audio book I I ever listened to and. Uh, uh, I've 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 loved him ever since, and I thought he did an excellent job. And, and I was curious, what what did people think about the the Teresa Dooley character? I really liked her, the uh, the inspector with the San Francisco PD that was doing the investigation. She she was another strong character. I thought was was very well done. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know uh, if you heard my comments. I seem to lost my headset. It's back on now. So I don't know if you heard it, but I voted sideways and thought it was not a very memorable book. But I did like that uh, female investigator. She she was quite believable, and that was one of the finer part of the part of the books. But did you hear my comment earlier? Yeah, we did. Um, I like Teresa Dooley a lot. Um. She, I thought she was was really uh, a very well drawn character. Um, she stuck to her guns. She really was good. And I also want to comment about the group. Um, he did an extraordinary job with the group. Uh, each of the characters also I felt was uh, very knowable, and he worked with them. Um, in a, a very fine way. I really liked the way that was done. I liked, I did like that a lot too and I at one time thought that would be my my career. Didn't happen of course. But um, uh, I thought really in retrospect um, that we had to have the ending, at least part of the ending with the janitor because it tied up all of the ends. Everything was was where it belonged. You knew who did what. You knew why the janitor was in the book. You knew what he was about. Um, it, it really, it looked like it was an add-on, but when you think about it, he, he just made sure you knew where all your people were and all of the people in the group were accounted for. Um, I thought it was very well done. Um, yeah, the, and the more we talk about it, I can, I can see that, but, you know, I, to me, <coughs> the janitor would have been enough just because of the setting back the clock or forgetting to set the clock back, you know, and so it was 11 instead of 12 or 12 instead of 11 or whatever the heck it was. I mean, you know, that was all right with me. Um, I also did think, and this is so often true in these books, you know, you really, this, this thing about what you the belief and the disbelief and so on, um, I would think it would have been a pretty poor hospital system if Martin was ever able to know when his child was dropped who was put on. I mean, hospitals just aren't like that. And, uh, you know, that really kind of makes you shake your head and, and think. You really had to stretch that one to get you to believe that. They felt so guilty about her being put on the list and someone else being kicked off. I was thinking if that was my wife and I put her on the list and it saved her life, uh, 
I'd be thankful that it saved her life. I'd be sorry about the person that was left off. It could have been a child or it could have been another adult. It could have been anybody. They didn't do that on purpose. But if it would have been me, I'd have been so glad my wife was still alive. And I wouldn't have felt so bad about the other people. That's the way the life goes. But I was wondering, he's an attorney. And I kept wondering, how did he get a training to do these sessions? They ha they have him hired to do the... Anyway, that's what I was wondering. Do you know? Uh, I don't remember him being an attorney, but... Uh Maybe I missed that. And I, I think that the thing with the, uh, part of the reason with the guilt was, was because his mother went in and, 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 and bought him a ticket and, and, and bumped somebody else. I, I can understand where the guilt would come from. Yeah, of course, I'd be glad my, my loved one survived, but uh, uh, there'd be a lot of guilt that would go along with something like that. Uh, I also, I, I guess, you know, the whole thing with the janitor did all, all tie out nice and neat. My only problem was, I don't think that the way the people were being killed kind of fit a killer for hire. I, I don't know. I, I just have a hard time thinking that's how they would they would that they'd be slitting people's throats. That seemed like rage kind of kind of murders and stuff. I'm certainly no expert on on that subject, but it just it, it just didn't seem to fit. But uh, m maybe so. I really did like the the scene where uh, Teresa Dooley confronted that guy that had those coins, and, and I think it was the restaurant and stuff and, and he was like a skinhead or a, a a nazi supporter or whatever but that scene where she was she was going head to head with him i thought was, was very well done yeah who'd have thought that uh in that uh hotel they cleaned the um you know, it gotta be a ritzy hotel <laughs> to, to clean all the change that uh that went through the place uh, for recirculation <laughs> but uh, uh, it also it also does point up the fact that if you have enough money uh, you can accomplish uh, uh, certain things and naturally that's why Daniel uh, would feel guilty because it was his family's money that uh, that made it possible for his wife to to uh, uh, be part of that test and uh, uh, so forth. I also agree that Scott uh, Brick uh, did an excellent job. I've read a lot of stuff by Scott Brick uh, narrating um, commercial stuff and uh, he's, uh, he's wonderful. And uh, I agree with you Bob. He um uh, he was not an attorney. He was a psychologist. He was going to open up private practice. Um, and uh, I guess that's all I have to say on that. Yes, um, his, uh, the coins, wasn't he at the, was he at the Fairmont Hotel? Because that is a fancy hotel, all right. And, uh, uh, in fact, Obama stayed there this weekend, I think. But, uh uh, anyway, he his knowledge of San Francisco. I worked there 20 years, and uh, it, it was some memorabilia, but it wasn't a real noir kind of story either. I I like Scott Brick a lot too. I thought he did an excellent, excellent reading job. Um, I remember hearing when I was a youngster that there was a, a hotel that um, that cleaned their money, that washed their money. Um, 
I think it might have been in an old-time radio show, and one of the Johnny Dollar ones. But I seem to remember that. I don't know if that was true or not, but uh, I think that actually might have happened. I think he was at the St. Francis Hotel, and that's equally up there, uh, if, if I'm remembering this correctly. Yeah, that, that, that sounds right. The, the Fairmont is where Evelyn moved in when she was trying to go underground a little bit and not, not be exposed because of, of the potential risk to the family and stuff. So she definitely went to the Fairmont, but I think, I think Jill's right that it, that it was the St. Francis. It was, it was, it, I think it was another hotel uh, where the money was actually cleaned. No, Joni, with Johnny Dollar, we were laundering money. I'm sorry, I just couldn't resist. No, it was a St. Francis, you're right. They even had the Tonga room. And poor Evelyn had to resign herself to living on a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. I should only have that problem. He, uh, the author must have had some psychological experience in group things. You know, uh, it reminds me of the Alex Delaware by Kellerman, who was a child psychologist, and he did a wonderful job of his, his describing the interviews, but uh, that, that his group sessions were really good. In, in this author's book. Well, who knows what, how much, uh, now he was at Bellarmine University, or Beller, Bellarmine College, which is a strong, um, well, let's just say he was taking his share of theology and psychology and all that good stuff. And then to be a writer, you need to know human behavior. So it wouldn't surprise me a lot if he, even at Harvard, he was taking his share of of psychology courses or, you know, or, or sociology or something um, human-related. Am I just imagining this, but did Evelyn make him go to law school um, and then he dropped out or do I, am I just imagining that? Am I thinking that that's one of the things that Evelyn, that was one of the rules that, uh, uh, she had for him. I I don't know about the law school. I mean, he he was doing investment counseling at some point because he was kind of like overseeing the uh, the the family fortune. It sounded like so. I don't know if he was uh, had a background as a as a stockbroker type or or what. But he he hated doing that. So he uh, I don't recall the law degree aspects, but but. Perhaps so. Uh, and I was going to say something else, and it's just flown right out of my head. Uh, I'll let, let the mic go. Yes, it's the feeling I got. I could be wrong, but I thought that he was a, an attorney, and he was managing his family's money, and he didn't like it. He was kind of a guy that didn't like being rich, I guess. But... Uh, I thought he was an attorney, and when he was opening up his new office, it, it was uh, to have rich clientele. And he was going into that, and he was finally giving up, uh, and then doing doing something that he thought he wouldn't really like, and then he finally thought, he well, he would keep up his counseling. But I always got the feeling that he was... a an attorney and that's why he was handling all of the uh, 
family business, which he didn't like and wanted to get away from that. Yeah, I had the same impression that uh, he was uh, an attorney and his new office was going to uh, be private practice as an attorney, but that was my impression. Oh, maybe. I had the idea that he was going to continue counseling, but counseling rich clients, you know, private patients rather than um, those going through the system. But I um, may have misread. Well, if you misread it, so did I, Mickey. Yeah, I, I'm thinking I'm in the Jill and Mickey camp on that. Uh, now, if, if he had if he had a law degree, more power to him. But uh, I'm pretty sure the 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 practice he was going to be doing was was private counseling practice. Oh, definitely, he was going to be doing private counseling practice because um, uh, the group was he just. I think he was kind of torn. He he loved the group. But he wanted to. He wanted to counsel, to do counseling with um, rich people, as he said. And he, I think he thought that it would be easier. Uh, he wouldn't be dealing with um, the population that pretty much looked like they would be recidivists and go back back to jail and come back out and have more counseling and do more drinking and, and the whole thing. So, oh, I know it was, he was going into uh, private practice as a psychologist. But they never talked about his, really, what he was trained in. You didn't know if he was um, supposedly a clinical psychologist or a clinical social worker or what he really was. Uh, next question. Maybe I missed it at the end of the book. Did he open his private office or did he stay with the group? He was going to stay with the group for just one group. So we assumed that he opened his practice and was going to stay with this just one group that he walked in. <laughs> you know, read them the riot act right from the <laughs> beginning. But, but remember he also told the people in the group that he was leaving, remember he told them that if any of them needed his help, that he would offer his services free to them, even though he was in private practice. I, what I remember is he started. He had started out as a lawyer. His mother had sent him through, and then he quit that and must have gone back to one of these. Well, you can get these quicker, quickie degrees. And uh, anyway, he got in counseling, and his mother disowned him. For that reason, she told him she cut him off, and uh, then he, he was just transitioning the group out. He was just going to go to the last. There was already somebody coming in. Yeah, he was, uh, he, his group was graduating, and uh, he did tell them if anybody needed any help, uh, he would uh, uh, counsel them, counsel them free. Uh, but he also started another group. The guy who was going to, you know, threw up his hands and walked out. And so Daniel went in and started the next group, and he was going to continue with just one group uh, and also start his private practice. So he would be tied up with the group once or twice a week or whatever it would be and uh, not have any other 
uh, parole groups, uh, but and still do his private practice. I think his mother uh, wanted to disown him because she didn't think that he, uh, he was doing any any good. He was just wasting his time with that group he was with or counseling those people. And uh, so she was really disappointed and thought he ought to be doing something that uh, would be worthwhile. In other words, making a lot of money. You know, it sounds to me like maybe we have another series in the works. Kind of like the murder club. Yeah, I mean, I I, I did like the character. I mean, uh, uh, you know, other than, other than the fact that I think they could have maybe scaled back a little bit, maybe some of his talents, because, I mean, he was kind of like Batman and, and, a, and a super uh, 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 cool... Uh, Psychological counselor all rolled into one, but uh, uh, at, you know, like I said, I, he, I, I think uh, Hurwitz did a very good job of, of drawing his characters out, and I'll, I, I like the way he came up. I mean, he had several. I mean, all those group members, the the, the uh, uh, then the inspector, the uh, uh, Dooley. I thought she was excellent, and uh, also the wife and the mother. It was it was, it was a good cast of characters. Yeah, since everybody's writing series these days, uh, he could continue very easily. Yeah, I liked all the uh, the characterizations were really good, very vivid, and um, sometimes I found it a little confusing um, to keep the characters straight. But um, as I get older, I think that happens more and more often. Yeah, and I even like the portrayal of uh, of Evelyn's uh, manservant, James, whatever his name was. I thought that was uh, th that all seemed very believable too. I mean, I've never had uh, uh, money and stuff, but uh, I, I thought some of the scenes between uh, uh, Evelyn and, and him seemed very believable. How about the the operative they hired as the hired gun to guard them? Now he was kind of a kind of a typical mystery. Ex-CIA kind of character. Well, that's why I thought that it, it very possibly could have been Leo because he was um, he knew everything about what they did, and he could have been. I mean, he was there and then he was gone, so you never knew quite where he was. And I, I thought for a while that maybe he was the uh, murderer. Yeah, but with Evelyn's character, you had to believe she knew what she was doing when she hired Leo. She got the right advice. Your money wouldn't lead you wrong that way. Yeah, I, I uh, wondered about Leo, too. I think, I think we were supposed to think that it might be a possibility. I know. I wondered about that. So did I. Well, he was—he was obviously uh, very skilled because that—that that scene where they tried to catch him by surprise with the, the cops and stuff, and he just like, you know, wham, bam. He—he he like disarmed Dooley and emptied her, emptied the clip out of her gun and thrown it on the ground or something. And uh, uh, he, he was another uh, obviously a very skilled operative. Well, uh, it sounds like we've pretty well discussed our topic. Um, do you think that uh, uh, last words or let's go around and you know anything somebody wants to say about it 
I don't have anything more to say about this book, but I wonder what is our next one. Well, I want to say that <clears throat> I had not started reading this book until, oh, I guess um, a little, maybe Monday or something like that. And I thought, oh, my God, I've got to read this book. And uh, it's 14 hours or whatever it was long. Oh, am I going to get it read? Well, I really, um, I couldn't put it down. I thought it was really, really good. And um, I haven't been much of a reading mood lately, and this kind of brought me back to my uh, center, my reading thing. So I thank you for recommending it, guys, and uh, I really, really did enjoy it. And it kept my attention. So thank you. I thought it was a very, very entertaining and, and enjoyable read. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh, I, I've read two or th I mean, I finished on the 6th of February when, uh, with the book. And I've read at least a couple of other things since then. And that, that books usually don't stick with me uh, as well. But uh, uh, th this one this one did that. I mean, the characters are all kind of still pretty vivid and stuff. So I, I thought it was uh, I thought it was a... a, a a very fun read, and I, I know, I think Mickey and Bob have, have read other Hurwitz books and have, have commented favorably on him. Uh, but uh, I was curious, is that right? Has anybody else read his stuff? Well, we have. Um, we've read three or four of them, um, and they're all good. Trust me. Yeah, I can't remember any titles now, but uh, I have read. Uh, I think at least two or three others. Uh, uh, from Audible, and uh, or or the library, I don't remember which, but uh, yeah, yeah, I haven't read one I haven't enjoyed. Well, I'll just go ahead and since Ladon asked the question and 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 say that our next book for March fifteenth meeting is Unbroken by Lauren Hillenbrand. It's a DB seven two. One two nine. It's a it's a nonfiction book uh, about the character uh, or about the, the the real life guy uh, Louis Zamperini, I believe his name is. Uh, it's gotten some uh, pop culture play lately, I guess, because uh, Angelina Jolie made a movie. Uh, I think that came out at the end of the year uh, on the story. So, uh, but that that's next month's book. Alan, I read this book probably a year ago and <clears throat> my memory of it is that it's quite a long book uh, am I mistaken about that I mean if, if I'm right and I remember it maybe you want more than one month to read it um, the books that we read were uh, The Crime Writer and You're Next besides this one by Hurwitz uh, isn't Randy's group reading this one also I, I don't know. I read the book some time ago, too. And I remember it going on for a long time, but I don't remember how long it was. Well, it's 16 hours, 16 and a half hours, 16 hours, 32 minutes. So it's it's not, uh, I wouldn't call it prohibitively long. I mean, that, that, that's probably longer than average. But uh, uh, and who's, I didn't think any other groups had it, but uh, uh, but uh, tell me again who you think else is reading it. Forget the name of her group. It's on Friday evenings. Uh, Randy. Uh, Novel ideas. No, no, we're we're. I'm in that group. We're definitely not reading it for that. 
I, th I thought she'd beat me. I was thinking of it for the history. That's great. You, that, it's a good read. I, that's fine. But do keep an eye out for how long books are because uh, in one book group we're in, the book was 33 and a half hours long, and Bob and I didn't even start it because we knew we weren't going to finish it. Yeah, I, 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 try, to, I, I try to watch out for stuff like that. And uh, uh, I, I also, I mean, I figured this one, since the, the, they had a recent movie out of it, it might be uh, uh, other groups might be vying for it. So that's why when I, I put out the announcement earlier in the month about this month, I included both February and March to go ahead and kind of get our name on the list of uh, of this book, and maybe that's where some of the confusion comes. I don't think I, I say we're not reading it for for novel ideas. Uh, it, it wouldn't surprise me if I've just forgotten that, but uh, I, I sure hope we're not. Well, I I, I defer to your memory. Quite isn't that good because I'd forgotten. The, the, I had to look up this book before I started this afternoon. I read it about three weeks ago. Uh, this tonight's book and uh, uh, it, it, they, they do go through your mind. Should we pick a, should we pick a book for, for uh, uh, shall we pick a book I can do this for um, April so that we can let people know in advance What was that uh, book number Alan? Uh, the book number is uh, 72129 and uh yeah, if anybody's got any recommendations for April, I, I haven't, uh, I haven't been culling through the, uh, the the pile to come up with any suggestions. But uh, that's why we're here. We we like to get uh, suggestions from the members. Anything, any subject, fiction, nonfiction. Um, like I don't enjoy fantasy, but if you push me, I'll read it. Um, anything, anything that strikes your fancy, please mention. Um. I just finished a, quite a short book. It's like five hours or something, if I remember it correctly. And um, it's called The Children Act, and it really impressed me. Uh, I <laughs> talk about books you're not soon going to forget. Um, I don't know how the book would feel, the group would feel about this book, but it, it's by Ian McEwen and I think he's an outstanding writer so that would be a possible suggestion that's one that I probably wouldn't read so I'm for it no problems for me the, the children act is that what you said yes that's what I said if somebody revealed or talked a little bit about it on um, Bard because that's where I picked it up I, I'm sure yeah that's a book that I have on my my foreverly long list of books to read so yeah I'll be glad to read that I'd love to give y'all a book number for it but Bard is uh, not very responsive right now it is very 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 sluggish so I don't know if some of the Bard mobile problems they were having on Thursday and Friday have now extended over into the website because uh, it's taken forever to load pages and stuff so I can't give you a, a, a book number well we all have email um one of our things to do would be to one of us should do that you know when when bard works um i did go on it too and found it um, really crazy uh it would take one book at a time and it 
and, but there have been a lot of books added. So when we know what book, what the book number is, we'll get in touch with the group one way or another. Well, since no one's talking, um, thank you all for joining us. We had a good time doing it. Right, well, at least I had a good time doing it. I love the book. I, um, I do like suspense books. I do like action books. Um, and uh, keep the good books coming. Yes, thanks so much for everybody's comments. I thought the discussion was, was, was very good today. I thought the... Uh, uh, I, I, I really enjoyed the book too. I thought it was I thought it was a good, entertaining read. And it, it certainly moved fast and kept my attention. But uh, uh, I always love the discussion. Uh, everybody always has very good comments. Just want to thank you, Mickey and Alan. You did a great job. It's been fun. I really, really enjoyed the book. And uh, we'll see you next month, if not before.